The two bros in the studio show. The podcast. Podcast. One, two, three, Salute to the creative geniuses that you are. You're now tuned into the two bros in the studio show podcast. I'm Nevada Taylor, aka Hog Brogan. And my name is Tabari Fingal, aka the Brilliant Professor. That's right. This is a podcast made by creatives for creatives, especially creators in the music industry. We're trying to get it popping, trying to bring this community together, and trying to make some waves. That's right, that's right. Making the splash, right? So, so guys. Grab your iPhones, grab your Androids, especially your Androids, uh-huh. Team Android. Uh-huh. Okay, all right. If you're blow on desktop, <laughs> blow it up. So if you're on your desktop, and also um, I don't know any of your smart devices like your tablets and so forth and so on, follow us on Instagram and Twitter yep. at Two Bros Show. At Two Bros Show. That's right. And then you can also follow us on SoundCloud. Uh huh. At Two Bros Show At Two Bros Show Then you can go over to YouTube YouTube And search us Yo Two Bros in the Studio Show And when you get to YouTube I think it's like in the In the in the middle of the page There's a big red button That says subscribe Smash, Smash that. that And make sure that you Subscribe to the page For the new content That's coming Really super duper soon We're gonna let you know Some dates coming soon. up Pretty soon Alright Super duper soon It's super coming up soon. Make sure you find us on iTunes Stitcher Radio And Google Play Tune in as well Make sure y'all catch this content. All right. That's right. We're streaming everywhere you be streaming. All right. <laughs> <laughs> everywhere yeah. you want to be. Yeah. Well, look, speaking about streaming and devices and stuff like that, yo, like me and my friends, we kind of like got into this little thing where we understood that we're trying to be productive because you got to be highly productive as a as an entrepreneur, right? Right. And one way to be counterproductive is being on your freaking social media apps and you get the scrolling. So right now we have a no scroll rule. Yeah. Okay. A no scroll rule. Yeah. All right. So the rule has been effect for a week now. Have uh-huh. I been abiding by the rule? Hell no, man. I mean, come on. Like, how hard is it to open up any of your social media apps and just not scroll? Super difficult. It is crazy difficult. I mean, I mean, now it goes to show how much you know we we are we are ran by our social media because now all of our actions is just this Based or yep north south left right if you're on um what's that tinder for my tinder users <laughs> you're swiping left and right but anyways scrolling is is, is not to scroll is, is very hard yep yeah so but forget all that look we got a dope show ahead absolutely um, we have two active Activists, uh-huh. social entrepreneurs, uh, raptivists. I mean, yep. the credits could go on and on and social on. Social warriors. <laughs> it can go on and on and on. So let's kick this episode off, man. I think this is definitely going to be something that the creators really want to look forward to, especially in this climate that we're in right now, where there's just so much crap going on. And um, we actually just, I don't know, I, I think the public are looking for direction. Yeah, um, they're yeah. looking for voices, someone to step up and, and take lead and show them where to go. You know, um, especially with the youth. The youth ain't playing nowadays, bro. Nah, no, bro. they're not. And no. they shouldn't be because, quite frankly, the world ain't playing with them neither. Absolutely, absolutely. So um, we have Mo Better of AKA Santa Claus. Fleetwood Broham. Fleetwood Broham. <laughs> <laughs> and we also got Queen 
Yo, Yo Naja. Yo, Naja. I'm sorry. I don't want to chop this up. But yeah, you yes. got to step close to the mic. Oh, okay. Win a pal, bro. Okay, so <laughs> what, what, was, what was going on? <laughs> 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 so you just threw that one in? Is that is that what we're going with, Queen? Win bro. Pal, bro. Pal, bro. What? Wonder bro woman. Bro woman. <laughs> Wonder bro woman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's fitting because you do it all, right? Queen Nefertari, bro. Queen Nefertari, bro. <laughs> Can we go with that? That's a lot to say. I don't know, I don't know about that. We're going to keep trying, though. We're going to keep this episode. We're going we're gonna to keep throwing ideas out as the episode goes along. And if it works, it works. If it sticks, it sticks. Let's go. Yo, but for real, uh, creators, the reason why uh, we invited, you know, my folks on this show is because they are currently... Um, active activists or um, they're in the community servicing their community they're Damn. not on the sidelines chilling nope. they have nope. programs and they doing actually something you can check their them on their timeline on Instagram and Twitter yep. Yep. Um, and they really are true to life leaders yep and Thank true you. to life creatives and true to life creatives exactly I have a question what's up we have answers where did that f- name come from? That labeling creatives and curators is that a new like what is that? I never it, it's heard a, of it's, that. It, it, it's it's a thing. It's a thing that we adapted to. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. know. How you feel about that? Let us know. How, matter of fact, forget that. <laughs> Quint, introduce yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell yeah, everybody yeah. who you are, creatives. what you've done, and what are you currently doing at this moment. I am currently a creative. Ah, yes, you are. <laughs> I create things, <laughs> and I curate about it. <laughs> and give give, give right. your full name one more time, just so we're. My, my name is Yanajaha Lone Wolf. I am a proud Ogallala Lakota Native American and Black woman. It is. That's mm-hmm. right. Thank you, Native America. Step, uh, 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 rise up. It is. So. Queen, yes. like, give your background because I know you for doing a whole lot of stuff, like on the creative, <laughs> on the creative front, and also, wow, on, on the activist front too, as well. Yeah. And, and for real, to me, I think your record is equal right now, mm. which that's impressive mm-hmm. because then it just shows your growth too. From mm-hmm. when I've known you from being dancing on beats, <laughs> exactly, all the way to now. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I was a dancer on Teen Summit and Planet Groove. But you know what? Teen Summit, uh-huh. that really shaped me. Okay, wow. so let's get, well, oh right, my God. we're going to get into that. Okay. We're, we're going to get into that later, but okay. yeah, keep keep rolling. Yeah, so um, I was born into activism. I was born into revolution. I was the only girl born during the longest walk, which was a protest from Alcatraz to Washington, D.C. that Native American Indian movement did. Wow. And um and so I have been born into revolution. My mother used to work for Muhammad Ali. Um, may <laughs> God be pleased with him and her. Yes. Um, but she was his public relations director. She was the woman behind the thriller of Manila, the rumble in the jungle. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And so that was also her introduction into Islam. So I have been, I mean, really, um, and I thank God for it. But I was around Stokely Carmichael and. All awesome. of these, you know, greats of people, of revolutionaries, like our actual, you know, family meetings or get togethers was sitting 
in a room like this and everyone's just building and talking about politics and right. freedom fighting and revolution and I was just like in the corner just soaking it all up yeah soaking it all up you know and so um but that's what really got me into into it because i was born into it now the choice that i made to continue to really because i love our people Mm -hmm. i love to see justice yeah. So anytime I see injustice, I have to stand up for it. Yeah. Right. And yeah. I I am, you know, to get I'm an Aries. I'm like a fire sign. Yeah, so I'm I'm really Aries. stand on truth, uh-huh. you know. And so anytime I and then as well as I have been oppressed, being Native American and black, yeah. and I look like a black woman, right. but I would never deny my mother. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And having to fight for this is who I am. You can't make me choose one over the other because you think I may look like a black woman. So you think I should just say I'm black. Like I've right. all, ever since I was little, I always stood and fought for who I am mm-hmm. and in the, de- in defending who I am also turned me into a fighter of truth. So mm-hmm. when I saw injustice and bullying and things like that with my friends and you know, and my first, I would say my first activism account was I was in third grade. Okay. And it was Christopher Columbus Day. Oh, the, and we the had day to, of lies. Right. And we, <laughs> we, we had to color Christopher Columbus. And I colored my. Break out the red ground. Yeah, thank you. That's exactly <laughs> That's right. what I did. I colored my Christopher Columbus with horns. And a red face and a, a full beard. And I and I was like, j- I was so proud. I wanted my Christopher Columbus to be on the wall. And my teacher was like, no. no she, and I said, she was like, why don't you know, why didn't you color him beautiful? I said, why? I said, he he oppressed and enslaved my people and he didn't discover America, you know, and I was wow. in third grade. So wow. that was my first revolutionary act absolutely <laughs> taking a stay early yes. so was that you was probably like what that i think there was like eight or nine or something yeah. like that yeah the third grade like yeah. eight or nine yeah sheesh what was i thinking about at eight and nine i don't know mo what was you thinking about at eight and nine <laughs> man let's not go back to those <laughs> <laughs> but that's cool hey look introduce yourself to the creatives and just let them know, you know what, uh, what's before up before i even do that what, what i was always found funny is if columbus supposedly like discovered it. why isn't it called the United States of Columbus or you know what I'm saying like True. it's named after Amerigo Vespucci alright but anyway enough <laughs> right, right. So, but, but remember but remember he was paid right yeah, yeah, yeah. so hey but yeah. here we are in the district of Columbia right but um <laughs> <laughs> what, what, am, what am I What are you asking me What's going Just on Introduce yourself Introduce yourself I'm, To the you know, creatives out here man Maurice Regular guy man Oh man There's not a Maurice In um, Sweden And we do got some uh, Listeners probably, in Sweden We have listeners in Sweden It's probably not Shout out to our Sweden Massive Nah man <laughs> I go by The the stage name Mo Better uh, Battle rap guy Right I don't know where all this This activism stuff Came from man I don't I feel like my mother's from like the South. Yeah. So there's the embedded nature of education and family. Right. And then my father's from Northeast DC. So even with the street aspect of it, there's still like this loyalty. Right. Look out for your brother. So it's like, That's right. I became given based on both. Like my mother was always heavy in the church. So okay. from her side, it's the 
it's better to give than to receive or God loves a cheerful giver. And like, who doesn't right. want to be in his good graces, right? Absolutely. So then with my father, it's, it's the, you're looking out for your friends, you're sending money to, and putting it on their books in the jail. Yeah. And okay, let's say you were hustling. So you just, your friends did not have, because you know what it feels like to not have, because you didn't have, which is why you hustled. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just looking out for your yeah. neighbor. So it's just like growing up, I learned how to give from so many different aspects. Like, I probably was the epitome of the benefiting from a crime. Uh-huh. I'd get suspended in school and be suspended for 10, 15 days. So my mother sent me to go work with my father. So she's thinking it's a punishment. Uh-oh. And I'm not getting paid, but I am. Because he works for a friend who owns the company. So we're doing roofing, but I'm doing the work they don't want to do. So they're right. giving me $100 a day in cash. I'm not getting a check, so it's not being taxed. This is $100 under the table. I'm 14, 15, 16 years old. Oh, you're a baller. You're so you're a baller. I can't I can't even I can't buy Jordans and things to bring in the house because to my mother, I'm not getting paid. Right. So I'm getting a hundred dollars a day. I'm working with them 15, 15 days. So I'm going back to school with a thousand dollars, fifteen hundred dollars. I I can't spend it at home. I have to spend it all in school. So my whole neighborhood <laughs> eats the a la carte line. We eat pizza. <laughs> I don't know what school lunch tastes like. I've never had it. Like, hey, bro, give me two of them butter cookies and chocolate right, milk. Like, I'm buying every girl in the school Rice Krispie treats. Like, bro, I'm like the man at school, right? Hey. So, you know, and then we had our own soda. What was it? The Fruitopia soda machine? Yeah. And all that. Like, right. Bro, like we lived but, out of snacks and vending machine and junk. You know what I'm saying? So I've always had money. So giving just became second nature. You know what I'm saying? I right. was like, this is, it, it became second nature out of default. I right, couldn't right, spend the money elsewhere. Right, right, you know right, what I'm right. saying? Well, you know what? I take that back because I go to my father's house, also grandmother's house on the weekend. I could have had a closet full of stuff. I could have been a whole totally different person right. when okay. I was there. But yeah. that never was my thought. Like I didn't, I didn't have a bunch of wants. You know what I'm saying? What I needed, I always had. My mother right. made plenty of money, but it was always the morals and I don't want you to have this name brand on because the clothes don't make the person. Even though I wish she believed that now because she'd be wanting me to dress up and I don't. I'd be like, Mom, remember? The clothes don't make the person, right? You know what I'm saying? Well, you better put them slacks on and go to church. The clothes make a person handsome. That's what I meant to say. I will flip something on you so fast. I done became a rapper now. My rebuttal game, crazy. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, but... Battle I feel like everything mom. I am, I, I I got from them both being different but the same. Right. Like with education, my father showed me how to do like statistics and division and stuff before I even learned it in school from things like the the sports column in the in the newspaper. Bam, there you, you go. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. The statistics of the, uh-huh. the ratios and the win loss column. Yeah. And then I learned this love for reading and things from yeah. my mother. Yeah. She'd read books and then like. I don't know. Like, I used to try to, like, hide and then, like, jump out. I don't know what I was thinking. I could have gave my mother a heart attack, bro. But <laughs> she knew I was always somewhere looking at her. Yeah. So, like, she'd laugh. She'd be sitting at the dining room table reading this book and laughing, right? And I'm like, yo, this is so funny. So when she put the book down, I'd pick it up because I wanted to find that part. Right. The book was serious. There was never a joke in it. She did it. She tricked me. Wow. Into reading. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And then, Read a book. Wow. So, like, there's a legit... <laughs> For one, we live two blocks away from the library, and there's a library in the house. That's why I was saying off camera earlier, like, I like 
nonfiction. So she right, was right. reading the Willie Jollies and the Les Browns and yeah. right, Think right, and right. Grow Rich and yeah. the Seven Habits. Like I was reading this stuff at thirteen because she was reading right. it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So the dictionary and encyclopedia and all that, which she doesn't understand, made me a better rapper. I never knew Absolutely. I was gonna rap later, but when I got punished. From school, like she take the TV out of my room. I didn't have a phone or anything in my room. The radio's all that's gone. I had the dictionary and the Bible. So out of spite, Good I didn't want to read the Bible because she's that religious. Right, I, right, right. I didn't want to read it. So I started reading that the Webster. dictionary. You know what I'm saying? Right. So subsequently, I end up with this eloquent rhetoric. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like she always won, bro. Like, so then I'm suspended so much. You start reading the dictionary and I'm like, or the Bible rather. Yeah. And I'm like, this one got stories in it. So right. then when I get to high school, ninth, 10th grade, it's nothing to read a Shakespeare play. Right. Sure. It's written in the same old English. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Everything that I did wrong was flipped somehow. Like there's the silver lining with it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I watched them both give in, in different aspects. And, and when I go speak to kids in schools now, I use those tricks and different techniques. And as far as the giving, I told you it was the religious with my mother, but there was one story with my father. They would go, like, you go to the store, you're working, the, you're doing a roof somewhere uptown D.C., so you're trying to find the little little hole-in-the-wall spot to have lunch at. So there's somebody outside panhandling or whatever had you. They wouldn't give them the money. What they would do is offer them to work. They didn't even buy them the lunch. Oh, they yeah. Let That's them come better. to work That's for even better. a week. And if they worked out, then they're there. There you go. You know what I'm saying? So there was one day I came home and there was a guy that had worked with us earlier that day. So like I didn't get extra dirty that day. So it's like I, I went somewhere. I got on a train from whatever location we were at. And then by the time I got home, the guy that had worked with us that day was sleeping on the porch. It's a nice summer day, you know, a nice little breeze. You know, he got a little sheet or whatever. He's outside. Mm-hmm. It didn't even like strike me as strange or nothing. Like it just was a natural thing. I'm like, all right, the dude was legit homeless. Now he got a job. Right. Got somewhere to kick it for a while till he gets some bread up. Yeah. You you put a person back into society. Absolutely. Right. So yeah. watching these types of things, like how could you not give? You know, that's what I'm right. So, so let me ask you both a question just really fast before we take our first break. For you, um, what came first? Was it the artistry or or, or was it the activism? Well, the activism, the activism came early, apparently, but I didn't realize it. Yeah. And it's crazy. Right. I did an interview when someone asked me, do I think charitable work and, and that type of stuff was more my calling than rap was? Because I never took rap serious, although I, I can rap well. Right. And what how I, I broke it down is I was like, the Jay-Z quote was, this is God engineering. Because what happened was, Maurice wouldn't have been doing what I'm doing. Mo Better was the person that networked and met everyone. I acquired all of my friends as a result of the rap ability. Right. right so right. because of my network has 4,000 people in it now or, or you know followers online and everything, which are normally the rap community and entertainment uh-huh. scene, the radio personalities and such. Yeah. Their platforms help me fundraise like as of right now and i started july 1st we've raised now granted this is the fifth year so it comes with consistency we've raised ten thousand six hundred and sixty dollars for sexually abused kids through the santa claus campaign yeah and still got what three months left three whole months left you know what i'm saying like raheem devon 
donated a thousand dollars. So that's an artist. I, I I got to know these people through music. Yeah, gotcha. and, and char- you know what I'm saying, and charity work and, and, and such. So I feel like it happened in the order it had to. Yeah, Queen. What what about you? Um, I you know. My good friend Tamika Mallory, she's from the New York. She's um from the New York Justice League. She said that life, your experiences in life, makes you an activist. Oh. And um, mm-hmm. you know, I and see. and I would have to I I agree with her one thousand percent in that. And even though I was born into activism, right, it was. I, I didn't know that that I always knew that I was going to incorporate it some type of way into hip hop. Right. Because I, I fell in love with hip hop. <laughs> I fell in love. <laughs> and we all. Uh, and, uh, I fell in love with hip hop. <clears throat> I was about five years old. Uh-huh. I was in Venice Beach. My mother was on the run from the feds. Oh, Okay. And um, oh, wow. and we was at Venice Beach and I was there and I saw Rock City Crew West Coast breaking huh. like and and i heard the music and i saw them dancing and i was like oh my god they're free yeah they're free like yeah. this is like so everything that i was he- like sitting around hearing farcon and uh-huh. and like stokely carmichael and my yeah. mother and chief ernie Longwalker and wow. all of these people i'm like they're they're doing it in a cultural dancing form right this is free. This is exactly, but they're expressing what they're talking about. Right. Well, I need to learn more about this culture. Right. So, so the more, um, so I fell in love in my house. We had to listen to Public Public Enemy. <laughs> of course, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, he was the number like, one endorser of Farrakhan yeah. <laughs> as a rapper. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like Public Enemy was like the group that we was allowed to listen to. You know. Um, Queen, because because what because, because of Farrakhan yeah because, because my grandfather's Farrakhan so you yeah go. so you know I'm a follower of Farrakhan right you know what I'm saying <laughs> so yeah we had to listen to Public Enemy so I love Public Enemy um, Big Daddy Kane sure yeah you know I had to sneak certain Big Daddy Kane songs you know <laughs> okay, right. yeah um, Queen Latifah oh yeah right. um, who you calling them yeah Run DMC yeah you know and then even I had to sneak Beastie Boys. Oh wow! You know because like you know, not everyone was you know would listen to BC because they white. You know what I'm saying? Like so, it was kind of like that. Uh, yeah, it was out of control party rap. Yeah, it was like, uh, do we listen? I don't know. It you was know? the other party that black folks don't go to. Yeah, that's what they were rapping about. Exactly. <laughs> but I love Paul Revere. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So yeah. I mean, so I I just was like, oh, I love this thing called hip hop. Wow. So you know, it was. Um, so I started doing. Like I, I used to rap in ciphers and stuff like that in right. high school in junior high, and then I started. So, but then when like Love Jones, like I really, I did, I did turn into one of those holding your incense, you know, like you <laughs> hair, know, rap, hair, hair rap, rap, you know, like <laughs> you know, I'm going to be Lauren Hill. And we all gotta go through that phase. <laughs> yeah, that and then like, days, I feel like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I went through that whole like, you know, I'm gonna write, I'm gonna write uh poetry and yeah. and you know what I'm saying because I see these guys doing it to get girls let me see if I can do it to get guys, guys. you know what for yeah, real yeah, yeah, Th- that's yeah, how you yeah. thought yeah for real or at least guy fans but not really like like that but yeah so I went through that <laughs> I went through that you know uh-huh. and then while I was writing I mean writing um, you know poems yeah um, and Malik Youssef 
oh, who is like a big brother to me. Oh, wow. Malik Youssef, um, he helped me with my cadence of poetry. And um, Ked, he's with, um, he's down with Organized Noise. Um, he said, man, you should turn your rhymes into rap and like your poems into raps. Wow. And he's like, because you have a story to tell. Like you've been through some things. So from dancing on, so, you know, I did everything. I was a B girl. I was dancing on Soul Train Beats, on Teen Summit, Planet Groove. Right. You know, like I, every time you turned on BET from 1998 to 2000, you saw my face. You know what I'm saying? So I was, I, I engulfed myself into hip hop. I was doing graffiti. I even started like learning how to DJ. Like I was like, I'm going to learn all of this. You wow. know, and really all five in, elements, all five elements. I'm going to engulf myself into all of this. And then um, I ended up just I ended up just rapping and turning my poems into my story. Right. And I was like, I have I do have a story to tell. Right. And my last album, um, it was uh, I did a mixtape, too, but um, God Love and Music. I have Keith Murray on there. Um, of course, Capadonna, you yeah. know. Um, I have, I mean, I just, a lot of great, you know, the ministers on there, Dr. Min, Dr. Ben Chavez. And oh, wow. I have, um, and I went on tour with Wu-Tang. I co-headlined the Built for Cuban Links 2 tour with Raekwon. Major. Major. Um, I toured with a lot of greats. I was around, so the people that I was around, uh-huh. you know, and then in the midst of all of that, when I was on tour, I would try to speak to the community or go to schools. Okay. So I was like, you know, because one thing that the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said, he said that, he said that a hundred of his speeches Mm -hmm. is equivalent to one hip hop song. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Because that's how universal music is. And I tried this, I tried that. It was um, the S- um, J- Governor Jan Brewer signed a bill. It was the SB 1070 bill. This bill basically says that if you look like you're from an immigrant, they're going to send you back to where they think you're from if you don't have your ID on you. So yeah. I, I had, so people Whoa. were hitting me up. They was like, are we going to hit the streets? What are we going to do? I said, man, we're going to do a song. So I got, I got um, Latino and black MCs from Arizona and we and I called Chuck D. I said I'm about we're about to redo. By the time I get to, to Arizona, Arizona, right? So can wow. I get your permission to use the beat? He was like, "Man, go, you got it." So I was like, "All right." So in ten days, we sh- we did the song, we shot the video, and it went viral. And it went more. Wasn't vi- that MySpace? Um, no, no, this face, face, face. Oh, I'm sorry. Facebook was around during that time. Okay. So no, this is like this was only like five years ago. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't that long, but it went viral to the point where we was on CNN, MSNBC. Like we got more, you know, more people hearing about our like they was able to understand this bill through this one song. Wow. Not just That's the powerful. activists and all that talking about. There was over a hundred thousand people marching and protesting, but they was more looking at this song. That's right. And and as a matter of fact, like scholars and professors at schools, they was like, we're reading your lyrics Uh-oh. off off of this to just, you know, so we can understand this whole immigration thing. Right. So, so they're going to transcribe. Exactly. So hip hop, it can be used to change the world. Wow. Yep. We're going to we're going to we got to take a quick yep. commercial break. But all this conversation is already so dope. 
We're going to take a quick commercial break, y'all, and we'll be right back. Break! What's up, y'all? This is your boy Tabari, a.k.a. The Brilliant Bro Fest, and I'm back once again with... The Blue Chip Artist Showcase. This week's Blue Chip Artist is none other than your boy Jay Hicks, y'all. We found this dude on Instagram, and uh, he went ahead and subscribed and became a fan and submitted his music. And, yo, this kid is dope. This kid is dope. Yo, respect to the homie Jay Hicks, yo. Go on uh, IG and check him out. Link's going to be in the description below. Tell me what you think. Welcome back, creative geniuses. We got Queen here. Got Mo Better here. Got Tabari here. AKA the brilliant professor. Brilliant professor. And also um, me, the co host, the Vader Tell, AKA Hawk Brogan. Mm hmm. (laughs) And so um, we've been talking about a lot of stuff. Like Absolutely. usual, um, I think we've probably been talking more off air than on air. <laughs> right. That's what needs to be reported because no. all the off air stuff. Yeah, exactly. So you know what? Let's talk about something that we've been we've all been a, pro, uh, a part of, and that's uh, water for Flint. Yeah. Yes. And um, Queen, you was like you spearhead spearheaded this initiative, and um, this was actually the first time I've seen you first hand you know <laughs> jump something off and <laughs> and it actually this this right here for real for real, to me i thought it was just super impressive because one you know we bridged um community activism and also um the artists yes and it spanned it over 32 what was the final count of how many cities the that were in 40, for? 45 45 freaking cities right to do a fundraising event all on one day i started this <laughs> with hip-hop for flint um so and i'm sorry no no hip-hop for haiti for haiti yeah hip-hop for haiti i did that when the um earthquake happened and i what how what happened was it's like i was like i want to raise some money or send some stuff to people in haiti so i went on facebook social media is so big on on activism if you want to ever do anything social media is the best So on facebook and this is at the beginning of facebook you know okay right um, so I was just like, I want to, I want I was like, Hey, I want to do a fundraising event in Phoenix. Then next thing you know, someone said, I want to do it in New York. Then someone said, yeah. I want to do it in LA. And then someone <laughs> said, I want to, and I said, well, let's do this all on one day. Right. And I said, instead of everyone traveling to Phoenix or everyone traveling to New York, sure. let's 
have all these cities simultaneously do an event all on one day. And people thought I was a lunatic. People was like, how are you going to do this? How are you going to organize these? And I said, because there's phenomenal grassroots organizers all across the nation. And let's utilize these people. That's right. And I said, and we're going to all bond together. Yeah. All on live stream. So when Hip Hop for Haiti jumped off, it was the most on 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 the Internet. Yeah. It was um, Monica and uh, who was the, uh, Monica Ludacris was in Atlanta. Oh, then wow. in nice. um, Chicago was a uh, GLC rhyme fest. Yeah. Wow. You know, um, they, they did Chicago. Wow. And then in um, the one that was really so dope was New York. Like New York had the locks come through. Oh, they okay. had um, Sugar Hill Gang. They okay. had Naughty by Nature. Wow! Like it was just so crazy, and we raised so much money, and we didn't. Um, and I had every organizer put money into their trusted Haitian local organization. Okay, nice. so we didn't have like all yeah. this stuff everywhere. So we was like, right. we just donated directly to the local one where they know how to get it to Haiti. That's so right. then fast forward. So ever since hip hop for Haiti, that was 32 cities. Okay. And um, so ever since hip hop for Haiti, people have been like, do a hip hop for the dolphins do a hip hop for <laughs> India. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever hip-hop major free willy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like whatever major travesty hip-hop for Harambe. Right. <laughs> like whatever Too soon, like man. within that ten, within that ten year span, so many things was happening and people was like, Do a hip hop for, you know? Right. And um and it it took my friend Rob and that's from Flint. And my homegirl, April, from Flint, and they said, and they were, and Flint was also a part of Hip Hop for Haiti. Okay. So All they right. hit me up and they said, sis, can you do a hip hop for Flint? I said, mm. And then Rob said, my, he said, my niece is in the hospital for mm. lead poisoning and she Dang. is so sick. And I was just like, you got me. Okay, right. let's, let's do it. That's it. Yeah, and um, forty. It, it was forty-five cities, and re and and what was so interesting about this is that I had to really understand water science because I was like, all right, I don't want to send bottled water, sure, because bottled water in the in with the UV sun rays, it yeah. could become contamination if you have it in the sun. Right. And then on top of it, what I was learning was that all that bottled water, I mean, come on, like, I didn't want to treat people like, hey, here's some bottled water. Go bathe your entire family with this bottled water. Right. Like, I could not, I, as a as a human, I mm. could not succumb and, and look down upon people because they're in this dire situation by saying, right. bathe your family in this bottled water. Right. It's yeah. slightly ridiculous. When I couldn't do that. that. Yeah. So what I end up doing was I end up learning water science and all and as and also and this is all on the fly on the fly. And I ended up talking to engineers and scientists on the best water filtration system that yep. can take out lead. Yeah. And so I ended up finding, I, I, I got um, tests done in the Flint water. I waited until I got those results back. Right. And I said, these are the home water filtration systems that we're going to get. And they were only $200 right. to filtrate your entire home. 
So right now, because of Hip Hop for Flint, there is 200 homes in Flint that have home water filtration systems at the root of where their pipes are at. And um, and then those those and then they and it was all those plumbers did it for free. And those nice. plumbers, wow. um, those plumbers actually filtrated those pipes and even some of them repaired some pipes yeah. in order for them to have pure cleaning water coming out, clean water coming out of those faucets. 200 families, right? Mm-hmm. That, Yo, that's an impact. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty significant impact right there. Yo, I mean, um, we what do we end up? How many uh, bottles of water do we gather? It was over ten thousand bottles of water, Mo. Like sixteen. Yep, and so we end up um, packing a U-Haul, and you end up going to Flint to pack the uh, with the U-Haul full right. of bottled waters. Right, man. The you know what? Before I even address Flint, I want to go back to hip hop for Haiti because she mentioned it, <laughs> and and I want to get right up on that mic, homie. I'm I'm so adamant about artists and philanthropy right yeah i remember the 9 30 club they donated their workers everybody worked for free that day while they did a show they raised twenty six thousand dollars every single dollar went to haiti um shirella labella had at another show and i remember specifically donating a hundred dollars because bear witness made a song specifically for that event. And I just remember like the double entendre with the song. Cause like the hook was like him saying H H A I T I baby. But all I heard was T I right. Uh, and then that just takes me to the, like the artist, like how T I now with the war zone song, yeah. which is and amazingly it, it, powerful. Yeah. And I yeah love, have you seen song. the video though? Yeah. yeah video the, the video. Epic. You what? got white folks getting killed by black cops. Like just the, the what imagery it does alone. just to look at it, yeah, the imagery is crazy. Yeah. But I'm like, you got artists like that to speak up, and 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 like the game with the Robin Hood project. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. these are the people that motivate me, being an artist, to want to give back the way I do it. And I'm like, I hate the the connotation that comes with rap. Like you're bragging if if you mention what you did, and I'm just like, y'all don't see the awareness that's being brought to right. these causes for right. sure. The same way the ice water challenge and things were, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, so that's that why LLS. when I went on, I think it was a uh, Channel Nine recently to discuss Santa Claus. I didn't even want to be addressed as a philanthropist. Mm-hmm. I want you to call me a, a, a local artist the same way you said when Swipey died or anything negative happens with rap. Yeah. I want to be the local artist that. Raised ten thousand dollars to date, that's right. Or forty thousand dollars in five years. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to name drop these artists. That's why every day it's like, yo, I will match any artist in this city a hundred dollars for these kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, we talk so much about money, and and I'm like, why is it that I'm bragging if I say I gave five hundred dollars to a charity? Facebook asked me what I was doing. Well, I'm currently writing a $500 check to this charity. That's what I'm doing. But right. the thing is, I don't say I'm giving 500 to make your five look bad if you only can afford to give five. I'm making you consider giving 50 because maybe you can. You know what I'm saying? Maybe right. you can. But, exactly. but to get to Flint, before even that 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 national day when everyone had the Flint events, because we J Mills threw the flow for Flint event that day. But prior to that- Shout out we, to J Mills. Right. Yeah. Before we went, when we went, we, it's crazy because I just remember we had the event at the Blind Winder. We all collected the water. Everybody came through with the water. Because yep. one thing I've noticed with, with charity things is people want to be seen. 
which is, is great because <laughs> yeah, in order right. to be seen, you got to bring something. That's right. So I don't care. You, come you, just you can come take 25 pictures in five minutes and act like you were there, but you came with something. Yeah. Absolutely. You wanted to be seen. So sure. it served its purpose. So everybody was coming. The truck fills up fast. Yeah. The event ended at like, let's say seven or eight. I get home and I get a text at like 10. Like, yo, Mo, we about to go to Flint like right now. Like, do you want to go? And I'm just like, like, right, right now, though, bro. Like, I thought y'all was gonna be like in the morning. You know, what I eat like, dinner though. Like, like, I got those carry out in front of me. Right, I'm thinking like we leaving at nine, ten o'clock in the morning. It's like, nah, bro, we leaving at like three. I was like, all right, I'd be there. You know what I'm saying? Let's get it. So you know, it don't take much to take me putting in leave. Like, I don't want to go to work nowhere, right? Right. So, so we going. You know what I'm saying? And you can't go, but so fast. We behind the the U-Haul. You know what I'm saying? Right. So we in the car behind the U-Haul, and it's like, you can't go so fast. So the trip's taking a little longer. The truck's weighed down by the water. It's just like no one's been asleep. Yeah. So we get there, and we're not getting a hotel or nothing. When we, even when we drop the water off, it's like we turn around, we leaving. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you ain't sleep a day. We get back here. We had to get on the news yep. with USA 9. We did the news while we were there. They came and met us at one of the, one of the like 10, 15 places we dropped off. We found a person, you know what I'm saying, local activists in the area that just knows all these different churches. We dropped water off at so many different places. And it's almost like you had to hide taking it off the truck because you would have you started a riot. People see this truck full of water. It's like, yo, can we get, can I get a case? Can I need two, three cases? You know what I'm saying? Damn, it's like we're bro. dropping it off at like Catholic charities and stuff. It was like a fire station. We really had to back the truck into where the fire truck goes. So people wouldn't come bombarding it, you know what I'm saying? Because they have a protocol and, and an order in which they, they gave it out. But just wow. to see, I, I mean, Man, personally, I crazy. wanted to drop it off at houses. Like, I, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, the, right. I exactly. like to interact with ding, the folks. That's the best time to ding dong ditch, you know right, what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Leave yeah. a case of water on, ring the bell and walk away. And as but, a matter of <laughs> fact, they was receiving that more because they were scared to, like, there was there's so many undocumented um, immigrants I hate to say immigrants, but undocumented people Uh that are in Flint Mm -hmm. that um, that were scared to go to these depots, these water depots. Oh, because because, they thought that because they were INS was going to get them. Not thought they were. Oh wow, that's crazy. We mentioned off camera earlier, Melissa Mays. Shout out to her. Yeah, Yeah. but what she was telling us, it was the first place we went when we got there, and what she was telling us was there was a fire station there. Where people could come pick it up, uh-huh. but where it was it was like off the beaten path, and if everybody didn't have a car, so there was like people catching a bus, then walking to this place, then you got to walk back. You're imagine catching a metro bus yeah. with two cases of water. Yeah, that's crazy. Like it's insane. Yeah. And then like I, I mean, stopped. Were, were there were there a lot of stops that was like that? Yeah, that's very inconvenient. And then yeah. for the elderly, they I mean, just forget it. They wasn't getting it. So what was so what I would say that imagine you are in a restaurant. Yeah. Which, by the way, all looked closed and they yeah. don't look like they just closed either. Like the town looked like Flint looks like it's been abandoned and not yes. taken care of for a long time. It does. Which is why I was sitting there angry while I was there. I'm like, they're not about to repair this city. They no, already what, gave what, up. It it was the, it's the new gentrification. Right. It really is. Let it's it die. The, let it die. Get these people out. So Because if you are a visionary, then you could see the potential of Flint. Because, mind you, Flint was the one of the most wealthiest black cities in America. When you go there, you could see the wealth of the of where it was, 
and now was it, it because of the um the car industry yes yes it was the most wealthiest cities and now wow. so even when i was there i was like I, I don't know if i should eat at this restaurant i don't know if they are right because you don't know what they're cooking gotta, the, with water. Have, I've been, I've I mean, been when you really before. think about water, what, like in, in my language, we say mini wachoni, which means um, water is life. Water is sacred. So like water is life. So imagine you're going to wash your hands. There's a sign. You don't realize. That says, do not wash your hands. Use the sanitary or use these bottled water. I don't, you know what? You I, don't get th- I don't get that. Because to me, it's like this. If you use, if you use like that sanitary jail stuff, and you like say you get two pumps and you, and you still wash your hands and say you got dirt on your hands. Yo, you still got dirt on your hands. But no, they have bottled water next to the sinks. As oh, so well you use that, that and then and then yeah, okay, but, but, and then you probably pour it on. But when something that you're so habitual used to doing, sure. the first thing you do, you get up in the morning, right. you go to the sink and you wash your hands. That's right. You, you can have a whole bunch of cases of water next to it, yeah. but you're so used to doing that. Look, something that is supposed to be given free to us is now cont- contaminated. We were at one of the places, it was a church, it was the final stop where they had water like already stockpiled. So we, we took the rest there and I had to use the restroom. And I thought about it before I even went to the restaurant. I'm like, yeah, can I can I wash my hands? Like, right. Like that was I'm like, I haven't even eaten. We about to go eat. And I'm just like, can I even eat? And this is, you know what right. I'm saying? Like those things, like, I couldn't imagine. But the worst part for me, and the thing I told you that 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 brought a tear to my eye when Melissa Mays was speaking, it was, you know, the, the water bills. Yeah. No, that was oh, ridiculous. Yeah, I know. Bills, that was that insane. Was ridiculous. Water bills were getting sky high. Right. These people aren't paying them. Yep. So they're talking about cutting the water off, and then yep. because the water gets cut off, you're telling them, "Oh, we might come take your kids yep. because you have them in a house where there's no water. They can't bathe themselves." But I'm like, if they bathe themselves and they get lead poisoning or, or lesions or something on them, I mean, like, are they safe anyway? So you're not paying the water bill because it's dirty. Yeah, and you're yeah. telling me because I'm not paying this, you might come take my house or take this. That's you know what right. I'm like they was really. That's right. It's, it was the That's new it was the new gentrification and as a matter of fact not was but it still is the new gentrification I was gonna say, yeah. They, yeah. It, it has they haven't cleaned the pipes or anything at like all. that at all and when you see the water the water looks like water so it's not like you you're, it's not it. like you're look you're looking at contaminated in in certain places in Flint, like some places it, it looks brown and yellow. Right. But in certain in, in a lot of places it's clear it looks like water. So you're not even thinking like this has lead in it, you know? And um like you'll just have an absent minded moment. But did you hear what Michigan, the state, just did? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. These what? people changed the law mm-hmm. yep. so that Flint, the city can't sue the state of Michigan without the state of Michigan's permission. That's right. That's ridiculous. You can't sue us. In order for you to sue us, we have to say it's okay. Now, why would we do that? Oh, exactly. see. That face you just made is the same one I made. I need to they go back up to Flint. changed the law. This is like two, three hey, days ago. Yeah, Queen, it's time for another song. <laughs> two bros in a studio <laughs> and a microphone. So, so let me ask you guys this: two bros and a microphone. <laughs> let me ask you guys this again: a question for both of you. What is your number one priority project right now? Like, what is what is the thing that's on your mind that you're like, this is what we're going for right now? There's never one. 
it's never it's one. It's not just one. <laughs> I, I figured it's like, not just one, but like, I figured I, like I, I have think, I have a answer. Like I have a one. With me, it's always going to be Santa Claus. Because right. like I said, I fundraise every year for sexually and physically abused kids. And you it. know the crazy thing? I told myself, like, let's say last Thursday, I was retiring from everything, right? Of course, no one believed in me. I meant rap. I, I meant just being out on the scene. Like, I'm about to get married. I'm about to be the family guy. I'm going to be in the house, bro. I'm going to work. I'm going home. Like, not that I wasn't going to still donate the causes and things, but I wasn't going to be posting on social media right. all the time. It's a, it's like, I was really going to fall back. I'm like, people are like, why are you quitting? I'm like, quitters don't get the job done. Like, they never finish. I'm like, I served my time. I clocked in and I'm clocking out. Like, I did, I'm not quitting. Like, I inspired other people. Hopefully, someone will carry the torch. But it's like, I was just, I was tired. I'm like, okay, I've done Santa Claus. This is the fifth year. So, in your mind, I've only been doing this for five years. But I'm telling you stories from when I was 16. Like, I've been who I've been my entire life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm exhausted. Like, even to the city outside of rap. You know what I'm saying? Just networking people with radio personalities and yo mo i got this new song can you send it to wale and you know these i know you know raheem what have you what is he char- you know like these i've been yeah. that person yeah. for a long time right yeah, so middle man. yeah i went to this i went to speak at something saturday and of all people you know like i know the connotation that goes with cheerleaders and the, like this is some it was a 28 year old black girl Former Ravens cheerleader changed my whole life. I sat there. I looked in. I looked towards the ceiling in there, and I was like, "Okay, I can't quit. I got you." Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. like you just talked to me through her, and it's crazy because I really wasn't even paying attention. Like, I was in my phone, then I just heard. So I was like, "Wow, bro! Like, really? Like, all right, I got you." So I'm gonna be doing Santa Claus next year, the year after that. And, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I'll probably still be rapping and helping people, right? But the Santa Claus is it, but the it's the reason why. Like, I don't think people fully understand, especially why I go so hard at the artist. Like, Santa Claus didn't have a, a purpose at first. I wasn't going to fundraise for Safe Shores and Sexually Abused Kids. I didn't know what I was going to fundraise for. I started Santa Claus because the DMV Awards happened, and there was a big fight where the bartender lost his eye, and it made the news. Then Go-Go's were getting closed, they couldn't have them in D.C. for a while. That made the news. The 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 D.C. soundstage on Benning Road, yeah. someone shot inside of it at an open mic. It made the, These things made the news in a two-week span. Yeah. So to the average person looking at the news, these D.C. arts and entertainment, they're like savages. They're animals. And I'm in my feelings because I'm like, there's already things like black celebrity given who, who goes around and they do charitable things with celebrities artists in different states like Raheem when they're here Meek in Philly and all these other artists and then you know Proverb already had Will Rap for food and I'm just like nah bro like these things ain't on the news so nah I'm gonna do something until you give us the good news in that good spotlight so I'm like in order to do that I'm like I'm not about to just complain I was like I gotta do something right Right. yeah so I want to go on the news. I want to name drop. I ain't think it's gonna take five years to get on the news. Though I should have been on there a long time ago. But that's <laughs> but that you know that was kind of me. Hey man, people, it takes ten years nah, to be an overnight success, nah, bro. I, right. So so you but cut you know time. what? There's people in my network. I could have I could have made some phone call. I really could have. But I really but, wanted right. to do it the the, the grassroots way. Like I started, which is more important to me. That Allison Seymour started yeah. following me and all these people. You know what I'm saying? So what happened was Tony Lewis Jr. won community leader at Steve Harvey's Hoodie Awards, a national award. 
Yeah. DC guy, son of a like a, one of the biggest drug dealers in our history, right? Yeah, which so, we got to get him on the podcast too. Oh man, you, this story's crazy, bro. Yeah. Like, so he had a, a a clothing drive for Safe Shores. And one of his friends was working there at the time. So you know, I think I bought like $300 in gift cards to children's places. I'm like, I don't feel like going in here picking out clothes. <laughs> I don't know which which sizes they need the most of and who comes through the most free. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I'm going to get them this. They can get whatever the greatest need is, which is why I fundraise for money instead of other things for them. Because right, I right. want the money to go to whatever the greatest need is at the time. So... I went on this tour they have on Thursdays called Coffee for Kids. And once you go and you see what they do, it's like you want to give them every dollar you haven't even earned yet. Like they have this clothing closet, all brand new clothes where because imagine how you feel when you pop a tag. So if a kid, they yeah. been sexually abused and they, they, they're not even they, like they feeling dirty, like their skin's crawling, like new clothes. Because some people, they used to take gently used clothes, which, you know, some people's idea. Gently, yeah. Like, we don't want your trash, bro. Like, yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then a lot of the money also goes to therapy and not just the, the regular sense of the talking therapy. They have play therapy because sometimes the kids will take action figures and act out what happened. Yeah. Or they have sand therapy. And, and it's crazy with the sand therapy because the kids will take these toys in the way they state, you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't even realize, like, subliminally what they're telling you. Like, this one girl, I just went on Thursday, and this one girl, she had a trophy in the middle of the sandbox with trees around it, then these things guarding it. So it's like, you feel like you you accomplished something, like, you're healing and everything, but you're protected by the trees and the men you wow. stationed around them. Right. And like in the corners, it was like the little evil looking people and all. But it's like they were out of her circle. Right. Right. Wow. You know what I'm she don't even realize what she did. Wow. I'm sure she don't. So like, I guess that'd be symbolizing of her healing. Right. So there, there's that. And then a lot of money goes into training the parents on signs to look out for because you might can prevent it early. You'll exactly. catch it earlier. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So like, yeah, the, I, I, the, the the goal is to raise money for the kids. Right. But I have a dual purpose. Right. My my purpose initially was the perception that artists have in the media. Nice. I was going to go from organization in DC to Virginia to Maryland every year. I stayed with them because I like the people and I like the cause. And I know sometimes when, for example, helping the homeless folks are like, oh, they drink and smoke their life away. You don't know that their house burnt down. Man, We're, come your on. Your job downsized. We're all two paychecks away from being homeless. Yeah. Especially if you don't tough. have family yeah. that live in that area. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, with these kids, everybody has kids. It tugs at your heart a little bit. They're innocent. They ain't have a chance to do nothing wrong. For sure. So that that's why with Santa Claus. So Santa Claus is always going to be here with me. But right now, like I'm losing sleep over the police brutality and yeah. the violence just of us amongst ourselves. Yeah. You know, like I see people get offended when they be like, you know, why y'all don't get that mad when your man killed somebody in your neighborhood? I'm like, I am legit that mad at that time. I don't want to see nobody die. Like, right. I, I think I think personally, I'm lost with personally, Chicago. Like, personally, it, I think that's a stupid argument. It because is. Because who pays... Uh, uh, blood to go kill that random guy through the state. Right. Mm-hmm. Nobody. Right. Nobody pays a crip right. to go murder the kid down the street through our taxes. Yeah, Nobody but, does that. But either way, yeah, everyone should be upset about both because it's, it's, it's equally sad. Like, and Chicago ridiculous. is averaging over 500 murders a year for as long as I can remember. Like, that's... That's crazy. It's scary. I'm upset when... 
when there is no justice and that's so that's and exactly. that's that's the reason why so when people try to tur- turn the black on black crime versus the police brutality cr- like crime no a lot of times black on black crime or like brown on brown crime those people get caught and they go to prison that's but police <laughs> police right. with the camera on them yeah. showing them that they're killing these people we're seeing them get caught but not only but they're just not going but to not prison. only that though right. so they that's have the, the outrage on we can all see it then we knew then we know now because we have the footage that they lied about the whole process yes so mm-hmm. even in the lie even in the murder even with a smoking gun called a video body cam dash cam cell phone video we still can't get no justice. Look, exactly. So that's I just the reason told why. So not to get excited the other day because that lady was charged. I said the officers in Baltimore were charged, but they we were charged. Every one of them got off. There you go. Every one of them got off. So Queen, what, what is your what is your uh, focus right now? Uh, yeah. As Current as, project you working on? Um, right now I am here in Laurel, Mer- in Merlin. 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 That's right. I Shout was, out Haven House. <laughs> <laughs> and I was in Baltimore. <laughs> Baltimore. Is that how you say it? So, um, I am. I was invited by the Transformative Justice Coalition, who was headed by Barbara Arnwine. She's a founder. She is a phenomenal um, attorney. But it's over. It's about fifty um, young activists from all across the nation, and it's they brought me in to build and talk with them about collective or effective organizing mm. right. so myself as well as um, T-Dub and um, Rita from Hands Up United from Ferguson yeah. uh, so tomorrow I'm speaking with them at Morgan but what I'm working on right now is the campaign against the Dakota Access Pipeline in Standing Rock, North Dakota so once again I am on the front line fighting for our water rights fighting for our land rights and solidarity with the Standing Rock Sioux tribe, who was actually my sister tribe. I was in front of a bulldozer two weeks ago. That's right. I seen you Mm. on TV. Yeah, I I made the news with that, but (laughs) I I didn't even do any interviews because I said, just, you just saw what I did. Just air that, just put that out there. So they did. Right. <laughs> but, right. um, I'm just, I'm just one of those. I'm, I, sometimes I'm like, am I too revolutionary? Like, you know, sometimes I just be like, I don't want to talk to you. Like, I know that you're Fox news. I know right. that you're CNN and right. MSNBC, but I mean, you, are you going to try to spin the yeah, story? Exactly. You can't even be sure that they're going to tell your story the way right, it needs to be told. Exactly. And then be, and being don't raised, ask me nothing. Just right. right. And being raised about around Minister Farrakhan as much as they spend his words and of, all that, it course. doesn't really. So I always try my best to be with like your media, you know yeah. what you're doing, and uh-huh. just like mind media, you know. Right. I don't get caught up with all that stuff. So, so, so on on the same topic, mm-hmm. how do you both feel? Again, question for both of you: How do you both feel that social media has played a part in your activism, either positively or negatively? I think we answer that question with hip hop for Haiti and hip hop for Flynn, and even what he did. Mm. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. I said <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, no, no. And, and the reason, really and the reason <laughs> right, right, right. But, but, um, to like, I guess to go a little more in detail with mm-hmm. the interview with um, Melissa Mays. Yeah, I mean that went like super viral. It did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, we, it's like that was four something of us. positive that ended up on World Star. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, that so happened. Yeah. <laughs> so, Mo, I remember, exactly. I remember when Corey posted it, right? Right. And when he first posted it. Um, it was like at a thousand views, right? Yeah. And then I woke up the next day, and it was like a half a mil, right? Yeah. And then the next day, it was like, like yeah. a mil and a half. And then D.L. Hughley posted, and right. then I just seen various versions of that footage being chopped up and edited and, and with AP media, and Huff, Huffington right. and so forth and so on. And social media is used to change. For instance, I gotta give a shout out to the new gentleman, King. Mills from Charlotte, North Carolina, when he was the first person on the scene when um, Keith uh, Scott got murdered in Charlotte, he used his face, his Facebook. Yeah, he went Facebook Live, right? He went Facebook Live, Mm. and even in his Facebook Live, he was like, "Man, bump this," and he just, I mean, it was like watching. He keep, was sharing, like, keep sharing, keep, keep sharing, keep sharing, keep sharing. I was he, like, yep. And, and everybody was, was sharing it I too. I was sharing the yep. yo, and I was just like, and to see that everyone was like, well, we're down here because you was down here. Mm, right. They didn't say we're down. And he was the first person on the scene, and he was like, man, bump CNN. This is the hood news, and that and that's exactly <laughs> what that it counts, though. It does because this is the best. I love. And shout out to Zuckerberg for even inventing our own reality show. And because because of social media, media. we're able to control our own narrative. Right. We're able to control the real right. of what is actually happening and not what they are, you know, Fox and all them are able to are feed but, us. But, are yeah. feeding us. But on top of that, I've seen the fact that we have the access to show each other the real. Yes. That now the CNNs and the MSNBCs and even the Fox Newses have to kind of like fall back in line. They, 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 they do. And, and they, they can't, they, they can't yeah. feed you the narrative like you said. Exactly. We, we get to see like. We get to see. So now yeah. they look like assholes because they know, okay, okay. This like, is I mean, they're getting, they're getting punched in Charlotte right now. Yeah. They got yeah. punched in Baltimore. And like, we, you can't go like, so right now I'm working on a docuseries. And I'm going to pitch it to CNN, but Vice already wants it. Um, Revolt wants it. But my docuseries is it's about the movement. It's about. Oh, oh, can, can, can you talk about it? Yeah, yeah. Are you talk, still yeah. pitching it? Yeah, yeah. So you sure we, you want to? Is this. Would, be, oh, no, would this there, be a spoiler? N- no, 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 no. Will this take uh, money off that, the table? No, a bro, lot of it is already uh, bro, on social media. Are we breaking a story? <laughs> it sounds right like we're breaking another we're breaking story. another story. <laughs> We're doing it. We are doing it. You heard it first here on Two Bros in the Studio Show. There it is. So I'm. So I have a docu series in the works, and it's called. Um, I was going to call it the Movement, um, but it's called We're All Related. Matakiasi. Basically, um, how we are all connected. Okay. And how we see. We when are, you said we all, were you talking about brown I mean, people, folks? Or did you just people, people from all over the world. Okay. We are more connected than we are separated. Sure. And so the works that I do in regards to activism and all of that, this is all, everything I've been doing, I've been having a videographer roll with me. 
Wow. So even when I was on the Breakfast Club, even when I was working the um the twentieth anniversary of the Million Man March, Justice yeah. Sorrells, like yeah. everything I've been doing, it's been a, a shout out to Gates. He's been right there <laughs> recording everything. And um and so that's and and I was like, you know what? This show is going to be kind of like kind of like a news, but it's not because I'm an opinionated fighter you know what i'm right. saying like so and then what confirmed that was when i was watching um cnn and fox no fox when they was in charlotte yeah. they're amongst the people like yeah tell us what happened and they're like shut up and they you know they punch the guy <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like that's why they need people like me down there for sure they, absolutely because it's unbiased they, it's coming they don't relate to the post of the people though no like they were saying that right. the people were out there chanting f12 and the lady was like, as you can hear, they're upset about the midnight the curfew. The midnight curfew. <laughs> bro, that's not what they're talking about. Bro. Like, they're definitely saying, get the police. Yeah. But, but social media is so helpful, though. Like, yeah. like, even with fundraising, I've done, we've had shows thrown where we raise, you know, money, yeah. a few hundred dollars here or there. But yeah. I've raised $10,000 all, all online. That's right. With yeah. a crowdfunding site. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and the thing, the reason I, I chose the one I chose is because you could see the number. Like yeah. If you go to donate, you be like, whoa. Like, because I know how some people think. It's like, all right. Right, right. Well, let's right. say this goal is 100000 but oh, they only got $200 in there. They're not going to reach their goal. I'm not going to waste my money. Put it. Yeah. But see, when you see 10000 not only once the people give, do they want to see that goal reach? They want to see the dream come to They'll fruition. Yeah. Give yeah. Multiple you know times. Just people, yeah. I've had. 15 people give five times at least already. Yeah, like it's there's funny. some people that have it in their budget. They give every yeah. two weeks. Like they tithing. Right. <laughs> and I yeah. tell people, like, yeah. don't feel like you got to give $50 because I gave $50 today. You it, Like, at one point, it was 10 pay periods left in the year. I said, give $5 every two weeks. For sure. You just gave 50. And then because the goal's bigger, like, I made the goal 100000 because we live in viral times. And yeah. you never know. There's one celebrity, it comes across their timeline, they share it, and they like, look, for every however many dollars raised, I'm a match it. I'm a match like, you it. You never yeah. know. You don't. So, like, why, you don't. I, I'm mad I even had to put it in gold. I only put 100000 because I had to put a number. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I don't, I, it wasn't the goal. So, like, when I reached 10000 people was like, yay, young, you reached your goal. I'll be like, no, my goal is not 10000 That was the short term goal. Yeah. Once right, I got right. to 9000 and something, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, yeah, social media is great for that. It really is. All right. Yep, yep, yep. So, guys, look, um, we're going to go ahead and take a break and then wrap this up. It is. What's going on, world? Once again, this is your boy, Tabari, a.k.a. The Brilliant Bro Fest, and I'm back once again with... The Blue Chip Chip Artist Artist Showcase. Once again, the Blue Chip Artist of the Week is your boy, Jay Hicks. You can find this dude on IG, Jay Hicks, Pretty Like Prince, (laughs) uh, is his handle on IG. You can also find him on SoundCloud, Jay Hicks underscore 901. Y'all check this record out. It's a record called Intergalactic Love. Tell me what you think. Nobody who could do me like this, yeah. You bring me good feeling. You give me the 
Showcase. Welcome back to the Two Bros in the Studio Show podcast. My name is Tabari Fingal, aka the Brilliant Professor, and I am the Beta Taylor, aka Hawk Brogan. And we are talking to Mo Better, and she's your queen to be. I was trying How to remember, often do you get that? I was trying to remember All your bro name. Oh, I already figured that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hold on. What, but what was her her bro name? Was it? I don't remember. That's what I was trying to remember. Bro. It's it's um. We could give her endless queen stuff. Like I said, this queen from Hulum. Like she can get endless queen work. I got queens for days. <laughs> we got the Queen Latifah. Madam I want queen. a. I like, want a. Bro, I want a broken. I mean, what did a you say? He said, oh, oh, Wonder bro, bro Hannes. <laughs> Brokahannis. 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 That makes her sound. What? Just broke. I know. That's funny. That is funny. Okay. That is funny. All right. Well, I told you we're going to keep throwing them. We're going to see which one sticks. That one didn't stick, but we're going to keep trying. Anyway, last question of the evening. Again, this is a show made by creators for creatives. And so we just want to know from your respective positions what do you see as the future of music yeah because at this at, at this point we're, we're man hip-hop is dead no i'm just like uh, <laughs> no i'm playing and no. it starts no okay really <laughs> know, really really quick because Shout i'm exhausted from belly yeah i'm exhausted <laughs> so i'm gonna make this a quick answer uh-huh. um hip-hop is the voice of the community yeah Hip hop is the reflection of where we are at in our generation. Okay. So, wherever I feel that right now, what we're seeing in the streets with our, we have a honest generation right now. Hip hop is about to become more and more honest. Oh yeah. Okay. So that's that's. that's, that's I mean, out. the music that we're listening to now mm-hmm. definitely reflects that. Well, at least the music I'm listening to right now. Like I love like chance, that. like I don't chance know about the rap, like chance Yachty the rapper, and, yeah. Vic Menace, yeah. Mensa, whatever. Yeah. Like we are going into it's honesty, and we're going into it it in a more even like the new the new Gucci sounds to me. Like Easy and NWA, right? No, okay. seriously. I'm gonna like, take your word on. Like that yeah, simple yeah. beat with mm. the yeah. That you know, I don't even know the song. I'm all like nodding my head, like, <laughs> like rolling in nah, my. In I've the been six skimming four. through a lot of Gucci's m- music. <laughs> rolling down the street in my six four. I guess it look. Wow. It, it oh, sounds God. a little more revolutionary than what it what Gucci used to sound like. It does. It's more aware. It's yeah. more honest. He really actually was like, you know, my mom, whatever he talked about, his mom not giving him whatever, whatever. But it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, like hip hop, because we, this generation is honest. Right. So hip hop is becoming more and more honest. However, it's doctored with everything else is becoming more honest. Right. Even a lot of artists, you know, that's like, I'm gay and I'm going to, I'm going to be honest with it. Um, I am, you know, it's like it's I'm becoming 
more yeah. honest. Yeah. yeah. I prefer the honesty. I yeah, prefer and then so I, I, bef- I prefer that more than what it was in regards to the lying of what people had. People are like, I'm honest. Yeah, so. I, I think the hip hop that we that we seen in the later '90s was. Um, it's just a facade. It was just for yeah. the bread. Yeah, it was, you know, what I'm saying it was. Just, even, it was all for. Sh- it was the, all for show. Even per the se. conscious was also a facade. You because, think so? No, because I know a lot of them in real life. But hold up, and just because, just because, just because your conscious doesn't necessarily mean that you know you have to be even on that it, line constantly. Because I know a lot of people that yeah. are conscious, and they I mean throw stacks at the strip club. They, they do yeah, everything yeah, exactly. opposite so, of what they were saying. It like you know, what I'm saying a lot in the '90s. As much as I love it, a right. lot of them was doing Man. a lot of it opposite of what they were actually living. I feel right. that now hip hop is becoming more honest. Yeah, because this generation is unfiltered. So, like a Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar is he? Oh, he God. what? 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 You what? 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 Like what? Look here, Mo, man. Yeah, we I mean, know. I mean, I mean, from well, well, a rapper been, with well, check bars. Check it out. I've been we, quiet we, on this topic. We today. still need to get Mo's opinion on on the future. I, I, let, I let Mo go. I let Mo go. Go ahead. I I feel like now is becoming go Mo go go Mo trending topic. It's a trending topic era of music, which is why I think some of the artists are addressing social issues. They don't have any choice. Mm. When police brutality is like, when there's a hashtag because there's a new person that got killed every other day, you can't not address it. Because with music, you to sell music, you have to sell what people are talking about. But hold up, Mo. This was going on before. It, no, no, no. It was, I mean, it was but... It's been happening. But we ain't had social media to make the conversation last as long. Okay. We had a video. All right. So let's say someone gets killed today. It's the topic of discussion today. Right. And then every day there's more evidence. There's more footage. There's right. the cell phone footage we didn't know about. There's the store camera that we didn't see. So it keeps rehashing it. Right. Every day. Right. So it's almost, and I don't want to say that people don't really care, but it's almost you're a fool to not take advantage of what it is people are talking about like when i see people make a shirt with all these folks that were killed by the police on it i'm like okay now after you make this money off this shirt you're selling are you donating it to the families true are you giving it to the community center you know what I'm saying? it's like true people are still opportunists at the end of the day so right they're going to address the issues i know people that are online talking about politics and they're not well versed in it at all but because right. everyone else is talking about Trump and Hillary, how do you not talk about Trump and Hillary? You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. you're 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 feeling the pulse of the people and you have to address it. Now, as far as the it's funny, I seen the conversation earlier today about the mumble rap and all that. Right. I, I don't I, I've gotten to the point where I don't even knock it or say anything about it no more. It's just like I just don't mix in with it. Like I'm not listening to it. So right. I, I, I can't comment I on it. That's you know what I'm saying? Also fading away as well. I, I feel so like people are starting to, to rap a bit yeah. more. I, I feel like we're about to get know. back to the, to the lyricism, but I feel like there's always been people that weren't that hip hop hit. So even in the yeah, 90s, yeah, I mean, I mean you you're right. There was always Biggie, music for the lower had, intellect. You all also yeah. had MC Hammer and Vanilla Ice. Yeah, right. Like, there's going to be people that just want to have fun and straight party, party music, and, which is fine. And, and yeah. it's fine because Everything music is about place. a feeling. <laughs> that's right. That's all it's ever been about. Yeah. And that's what I said. I said. There was a time in there where music lost its soul, mm-hmm. and I think that even with the mumble rap, I, I, if some of that 
stuff I can't get down with as a musician. I'm a musician, so it's right. hard for me to really get into it. To me, it. I feel like but, they're replacing the producer. You're but, just making a sound. But it check it out. like jazz check it, to you? Check it out. Business, That's what I'm saying. Business, they're bringing back, they're bringing back the soul of it. <laughs> right. It, they're bringing back the soul of it. Uh, uh, and and music is now starting to have a feeling again and not just a set of templates that well, I'll say yesterday this. was a hit, so now it'll work today. I'll say this. As far as people being more honest... I can appreciate that because my reason for liking artists are because they're lyrical or believable. Right. Now, if you're lyrical and believable, then God bless you. You That's know what right. I'm saying? Because it's not a lot that I believe. Yeah. Not a lot at all. <laughs> but the people I believe, it's it's because of little little nuances and things they put in their music that they had to do it to know that. Like, right. if I hear someone talking about cookie cookie, uh, all right, you're rhyming kilo with whatever rhyme with, or you're rhyming key with whatever rhyme with. But when I hear you talk about bagging up and how your fingers felt like you had arthritis, I'm like, yeah, he had to do it because right. that's what it felt like. You know what I'm saying? Right. You don't you don't know that just from watching American Gangster. Yeah, you can compose a song based on some movie you've seen, but there's right. the little things that go in there that you had to to some degree. Now you could be fabricating certain details and you could be exaggerating upon points right but you could tell like he had to do that to some degree in order to know what he knows and those are the things i listen for then all outside of that you know what i'm saying like this is a small amount of details right that but go along with me with also i'm listening with as far as rap anyway i'm listening for lyricism i want to hear wordplay you got like oh he put some thought into that he ain't just write that verse in 10 minutes you know what i'm saying now i realize every artist doesn't do that but those are the artists the ones that don't that i'm listening to for that real that street yeah, you painting yeah, yeah. a picture of the hood for me you know what i'm saying like Nas's project window you're not saying you did it you're describing right. what you've seen when you looked outside right then as far as like r&b like i don't know for one for a point in time it seemed like they were rapping like everything was so hip hop sounding. <laughs> Again, a cookie like, cutter, a template that you just fill I in. Was like, do y'all do y'all sing anymore? You know what I'm saying? Like, like with Beyonce, I'm like, you know, she's good for giving you an up tempo party. Song, but I'm like, then I think of songs like Dangerously in Love, and I'm like, the girl can sing. Why is she not singing? Man, she dumbing down to sell records, man. Yeah, I mean, I don't want I mean, to reach, I don't reach hear that Car- I don't want to hear Carmen from you. There's there's female rappers I can listen to for female rap. Right. I got Nikki for that. I don't need Beyonce for that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like can I, I don't know. That? Like I want to hear singing, and I, I want a rapper to put some some thought into something. You know what I'm saying? And rhyme. Some of them don't. They go four bars without even rhyming. Like that. What where they do that at? Man, they've been doing that for a while, Mo. Come on, man. You, you know that. You know that. To the same artists all the time. And some of the, yeah. some some of your artists be doing that no, too, man. No, not yeah. the people I listen to, bro. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it all sounds it all sounds uh, like I guess that that uh, that hip hop is coming to and 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 um, I don't know activism type uh, stage to me it sounds like because it's like what's going on right now uh-huh. it's what they're going to be rapping about period right you know what I'm saying you gotta, talk about what's, yeah. Yeah, you gotta be talking about what is in the streets what's in the community that's what hip hop was all, always about right? right it was about the rappers or the artists you know what I'm saying telling people what is going on in their hood right now right. so to me I think that that is definitely going to be the the, um, the future of hip hop but even so I think the artistry is definitely going to be expanding 
happening a lot more too. Not and and you know what else? And oh, oh, oh let me let what, me finish what? this. Now we've got past the stage where the music has been dumped down and um, musicality Partly. has always been yeah. there, but now it's starting to connect with with the lyrics. The right like, like left. The, the ringtone rap is left. You know, say you have you know your loop, you know your Lupes, your um your Sahas, uh would would. Guys that actually have bars that can make songs and meaningful songs, you know what I'm saying? They're starting to, well, they started, you know, saying you know to make that shift. Bob, um, Big Crit, so forth and so on. So fans actually messed up music some too by saying that you want these rappers to do this, make this meaningful music and content. And I like the wordplay and all, but then you don't go and buy their album. And those artists, those Lupe's, the Wale's, and Kendrick, when when they hear their contemporaries on the radio right. with that other sound, right. then they're going to try to make that sound or go collab with those artists. So if we don't buy what it is that we say we really want to hear, then we're a part of the problem too as a consumer. Well, well, uh, Mo, I think you might be talking to, uh, about the masses because you still got a kid like Logic, you know what I'm saying, that that tour and he's get, first, he gets, first he, week. Yeah, yeah. exactly, he gets all of his money, but he you don't hear him on the radio. But then on the other hand, you got a kid yeah, like J. Cole, that J. Cole, he don't make like radio ready party songs but or you know what I'm saying radio ready re- records, but yeah, he mm-hmm. still go platinum. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? So to me, in this day and age, it doesn't matter, you know what I'm saying? The radio doesn't matter. It's who you cater to. You cater to your tribe oh, yeah, or your radios, or your fan base. The radios was cut out. Oh, almost the labels are almost phased out because you can directly Upload a song to your SoundCloud and snippets of so, videos so, go viral. I got my opinions on labels, so yeah, yeah. So, so you you definitely lay, you definitely leveled the uh, the the uh, the plan, Phil. But um, do you think we're we're still going to be at this intersection where artists and activism um, will will co- continuously meet? Yeah. You think that yes. that will possibly like that gonna, that yeah, that conversation because hip hop is the voice of the community and activists is is that as well so it's gonna always i I remember reading something that alex jones said that hip-hop is the most powerful voice Mm -hmm. on this earth yes you know if it was used right and used correctly yes i would love to see that day that it does become that voice because right now it's selling just about everything like people don't people don't realize you listening to commercials based on where you live and then there's a Jay-Z beat in the background. There's an M- I heard an Eminem song on a car commercial. Yep. It makes sense because Detroit, you know, where the cars were made. Right. They're selling you what they know you want. And you're like that commercial might not even play in Friendship Heights. It plays in Anacostia. You know right. what I'm saying? So like hip hop's always been used for those types of things. And then I don't even think it's a, a stretch for them to do the socially conscious type music because Especially if it's against police, because that goes with rap in the first place. Oh, there's, there's no snitching and you F the police. And you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't, police and, and rap don't even go together no way. Right. So you're giving <laughs> us a reason to pull from our heart and passion in the first right. place. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's natural. So so let's go ahead and wrap this up. We want to make sure our, our, we want to say uh, once again a shout out to our guests. Hey, guests, do you have. Any like shout outs, any any social media folks can find you at? Man, you can search me at hashtag Santa Claus. No L, we ain't taking no losses. So it's S A N T A C A U C E S E. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> you can reach me at Queen Y O N A S D A. I'm the only Yonajaha in the world. So Y O N A S D A. You put that into any search engine, you'll find me. In the world, Craig. There it is. The world. There it is. Yo, bro, fast. Oh, oh, wait. Uh, 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 if you uh, need to get uh, your nails uh, done, go to Creations Nail Salon in Forestville, Maryland. Maryland, Forestville, Maryland. Maryland. But before you go there, make sure you pick yourself up a vest and a hammer. <laughs> don't no. go, don't, don't, don't go, don't, don't go to the script club around there because they got the booty butt. Hey, no, no, no bony butt chicks there in there. But get your nails done by a, my phenomenal best friend <laughs> and cre- uh, Creations Nail Salons in Forestville, Maryland. And make sure that you It's black owned We have it to support our own business. That's right We gotta get in the middle Of that Chinese money And don't be asking for no discount Or none of that You don't be support doing it. that With the Asians No shorts Yeah Black folks Support support these businesses man Especially for Women that start their own Like nail salon And yeah. also Hair boutiques And selling hair yeah, Like it's yeah. A, oh, yeah It's important Yeah it's that's important. that's our money That is our money Keep our money in the circle Thank you Right so, Professor, another yeah. solid episode. Another amazing episode. Yep, yep, yep. So, guys, make sure you check us out again on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, SoundCloud. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Search us on YouTube, Two Bros in the Studio Show, and make sure that we can get a thousand subscribers by the end of the year. I know we can do it, and we're going to make it happen. We're going to make it happen. So, uh, creators? Yep. Appreciate you checking us out 13 weeks in 13 That's right So guys Tell a friend To tell a friend Tell a friend To tell their aunties Cousins uh, Fathers Brothers And other creatives Yep And creatives Keep creating 